This is a Spoonyville podcast, chronically candid conversations, and I'm your host, Morgan Green. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to a Spoonyville podcast. I hope that you are feeling great today. Um, before I get started in today's topic, I do want to tell y'all that um, I forgot to announce it last week, but this past Wednesday, I had the opportunity to go on live with another one of our Spoonie Warriors. Sorry. Um, her name is Katina, and she goes by the IG name of Nurse Loves Essentials. I believe that's it. If it's not it, forgive me, but I will definitely link it in the description block so y'all can check that out. But we had such a good discussion about um, MG, about different um realizations and what it's like living with a chronic illness um I will warn you it's about an hour but it was definitely a good time and I enjoyed myself thank you so much Katina for having me and I'm definitely looking forward to building um with her as well as other Spoonie um, warriors and advocates in the future but anyway let's get into today's topic I'm gonna talk about stress okay Let's talk about stress, baby. Specifically, stress with the chronic illness. So um, as I've mentioned before, stress is a potential trigger for like a flare up of symptoms to any person with autoimmune disease, especially, well, I'm not gonna say any person, but I know for me it is. And um, my ability to handle stress or just my tolerance for stress has drastically changed when I say change, I mean decreased since my diagnosis. And not only does stress like trigger my symptoms, but they also trigger um, migraines for me. So I'm not sure if I told you guys that I also suffer from migraines. And um, and those migraines then trigger my MG symptoms um, or even where it's like a crisis. So it's just L after L in that type of scenario. So it's imperative that I get a handle on this stress. All right. So stress, when you have a chronic illness, um, believe it or not, uses a lot of energy, a lot of spoons. So when you have MG or chronic illness or autoimmune disease, energy is a precious resource. We don't waste our spoons. You know what I'm saying? Like it's invisible gold. So I definitely try not to waste it on unnecessary movements, actions, thoughts, you know, whatever. And if you've been following me on IG, you know, lately I've been super on edge. My sleep pattern is off Um, and my symptoms are starting to make, you know, random appearances again. And I definitely felt like last week or earlier this week, rather, I was on the verge of like imploding, like just all this anxious and stressful energy. Um, the problem is that life in general can be a bit stressful. So it's like a simple trip to a simple trip to the grocery store could turn into something unexpected, you know, and conflict definitely is a natural part of life. And to be honest, without a little conflict and stress, life could possibly be super boring. And who wants to live a boring life? But what I mean by that is they provide the challenges that mold us as people and help us to become who we're destined to be or who we say we want to be. And so um, I don't know if you guys have ever sat down and talked to like a parent or elder and they hit you with the old quote that um, supposed to make you feel better, but really just irritate your soul. (laughs) Well, that's about to happen right now. Sorry in advance. But there's this old saying that pressure makes diamonds. 
And when I'm feeling over the top, my response is too much pressure burst pipes. And I don't want to burst and I don't want you guys to burst. So I really need to get a grip on the stress thing. And I want you guys to do so as well. So in true Morgan fashion, in order to figure out how to deal, I have to pinpoint the causes, you know? So for me, my possible sources of stress would be like having a chronic illness. Duh. I mean, here I am living a quasi normal life and you know, you've been catapulted into uncharted territory by being diagnosed with a chronic illness or by having these symptoms. And, you know, everyone is different. So there is no surefire treatment plan or road to recovery. And healing is definitely not like a straight shot. Like it's a lot of ups and downs. There's no map. There's no guide. And it's every man or woman for him or herself. So boom, stressful, right? Number two, lack of control. So not being able to control my body. I, you guys know, I'm a very controlling person. Shocker, if you didn't know, right? No. (laughs) Um, So not being able to control my body the way I want to, when I want to, not being able to do very basic actions or feeling easily fatigued by just the basic of things is very frustrating for me and I'm sure for a lot of you out there. Especially when I know that once upon a time I could do them, you know, so it's just like it's just like being in this place where, you know, you can do more and you're pushing your body beyond its limit. And your body's like, it's just not happening, you know, Um, another possible source of stress. And again, I'm talking about myself. I'm not going to I'm not projecting on you guys, but I'm sure you guys can can feel me on this. Not knowing when my symptoms will hit. So. My MG symptoms and my migraine symptoms, they both fluctuate like crazy. And one minute I will be perfectly fine. The next minute I feel so weak and out of breath and just so heavy, so MG-ish. Or one minute I'll be perfectly fine and then I feel dizzy and I see auras like a migraine is coming on. And it's so hard. I talked to you guys a few weeks ago about planning um, because nothing goes according to plan when you have a chronic illness. Um, It's hard to plan activities in advance because I never know what the day will bring if it's going to be too much for me. So that's stressful. Like I'm constantly on edge. Like, oh, am I going to wake up? Is it going to be a symptom? If I walk to the bathroom, am I going to collapse? Like you just you just never know. And for some people, that's exciting for me. Maybe not so much. Um, Another possible source of stress, again, speaking for myself, uh, disdain for my appearance. And it's beyond like basic girly vanity. I feel like I suffered and am working through a bit of body dysmorphia um, because my worries about my appearance are on another level. And, you know, some of the symptoms of MG, if you guys aren't familiar, is like, you know, the droopy lids. And sometimes I have to wear an eye patch or when I'm smiling, I look like I'm in pain. Not to mention like the weight gain, like sometimes looking at yourself and feeling uncomfortable in your skin is stressful when you're trying to get dressed and you don't like how everything is looking on you. And like that anxiety of what am I going to wear to do the things that I have to do? Like that's just very stressful, at least for me. I am definitely getting better at unconditional self-love. You guys know that I talk about self-love with a chronic illness. I post about my affirmations. I do the self-love challenges, um, self-love rehab, all those things, because I feel like loving yourself sometimes helps uh, simmer down some of the things and the thoughts that we have that cause so much stress. Like 
how you look and not knowing and the control issues and feeling worthy no matter what your body's doing, you know. But anyway, that's another topic for another day. Stay on focus, Morgan. Um, so, um, yes, I'm working on better unconditional self-love, but it's a drastic change from what I feel like I used to look like pre-diagnosis as well as what I desire for my body to look like, you know, what I prefer. And that's all that really matters is how you prefer for yourself to look and to feel. So it's not really about what society says is acceptable. It's about how I feel. Like no one will ever look at me and be like, oh my gosh, Morgan, you are a hot mess and you are obese and you're all those things. And even if that was my case, like I wish somebody would be bold enough to say that to my face. Like that's just disrespectful. But anyway, it's about how I prefer myself to feel, what I feel most comfortable in my skin looking like. But not being able to necessarily have that control, again, control in order to make the changes and go super hard in the gym or, you know, do the things that I really want to do um, to get my body to where it needs to be because, you know, medications and fatigue and just the whole thing. But anyway, um, it's also over concern about how other people perceive me while I'm in this state. Like, do they think I'm just overeating? Do they think I had like a stroke because my face, you know, is drooping? Are they staring at me because I'm having like a flare up or, you know, a symptom? It's just, it's a lot of stressful things. Um, And I know that we shouldn't look for external validation, but when people are staring at you, it's normal to say, what are they staring at, you know? And then another source of stress is fear of what's to come. So for me right now, and someone asked me this past week on my IG stories, was I in remission? So no, I am not. Um, right now, my MG is pretty much contained and under control. And I'm going to knock on wood that it stays that way. I have not been labeled officially in remission by my doctor, but I'm praying those words will come out of his mouth one day. Um, but even if I do go into remission. There's always a chance that it could come back and come back with a vengeance. You know what I'm saying? So I've seen and heard so many stories of, you know, other chronic illness warriors and severe crisis and flare-ups and month-long hospitalizations and just all those other realnesses, because that's the realness of having a chronic illness, you know, and I'm still air quote young. I'm no spring chicken, but I'm not, you know, up there in age yet and have the rest of my life to live with this illness. So there's always this thought in the back of my mind of what my life will look like, how it will entail, how it will shape my future. Like what impact is this really going to have on what I wanted the rest of my life to look like and what it's really going to look like, you know, stressful to think about that, you know, that at any moment it's back and back worse than it was before. Also, another thing that's stressful is a lack of understanding. Um, I post a lot of reels about people, um, non-chronically ill people and their reactions to the spoonie community and our different realities. And a lot of it, you know, it's a little joke. It's tongue in cheek because it's true. It's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be relatable, but it's hard to explain what you're going through and what your needs are when you barely understand it yourself. And it's frustrating to feel a lack of compassion and, you know, uh, support from your family and friends. So you feel isolated and you feel lonely. I've talked to you guys about chronic illness, loneliness before. You wonder how 
others perception of you has changed so like if you were once this woman who did it all who was unstoppable who was on fire and now you're faced with not only having to deal with your illness but feel that pressure of letting those people that you once went so hard for down because you're no longer to meet those expectations or feel like you're able to perform at a certain level because of your health and so it's completely preposterous um to think that way but it's a it's a truth and I'm going to start being super honest and true about what it is it's preposterous the thought is preposterous however if that's how you feel that's how you feel I know that's how I feel um so also just in general I feel like family and friends cover people people I'll sum it up to people people are stressful but you gotta love them right maybe um so I have what I consider two category of like friends and family. The first category consists of, you know, the ones who call me just about every day, see how I am, make sure I'm good. And this category sounds perfect, right? However, they tend to hover, you know, they make it seem like you're incapable of doing anything. And while well-meaning, it's like they're constantly reminding me that I'm chronically ill. I don't need any more reminders. You know, all the calls and the texts can sometimes be overwhelming. All the status updates and check-ins can sometimes be annoying, you know? And I mean, I guess it's a good problem to have, but sometimes you just want to be and just exist. The other category consists of ones who act like everything is fine. You know, they never call just to see how you are. And when they do call, it's to talk about themselves, their problems, their issues. They want you to do certain things. And if you express, you know, reluctance or say no, they don't seem to understand why. Like they're not comprehending that something major is happening in your life and it does impact. Like it's not a cold. This is this is real. And this is something that I have to deal with for the rest of my life. You know, those people are also draining. And um, there's probably a third category and if there was a third category, I would probably say that it's a balance between the two people who check on you, but also don't pry too much and respect your boundaries if you don't want to talk about it, um, but also give you to the freedom to test your limits and your bounds and be there to support you or help you, you know, if you ask for it. And I think I talked about that a few weeks ago as well. Anyway, um, and then I think the last thing that's probably most stressful about having a chronic illness is the financial obligations. I'm not sure if I talked about it on the podcast before. I know I mentioned it on the blog. Um, having a chronic illness is hella expensive. You know, people really go into debt over medical expenses. And when you add that just to the regular cost of living, I mean, like me personally, I'm a homeowner. I'm a car owner. I'm a person. So I have to eat. I need you know, clothes. I need, I need things. (laughs) And there are costs associated with each of those things. And I'm not, I mean, personally right now, I'm not splitting expenses with anyone. No one's taking care of me. You know, I'm a adult and I have to take care of myself. So the cost to simply exist, especially in my area is a little steep. Just being honest. Thankfully, I am blessed with a job that lets me live within a comfortable means, but you know what? Being diagnosed with a chronic illness wasn't in my budget. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. 
<laughs> so um, as someone who values financial freedom and stability, and those things have been a priority to me, every time I get a bill for a medical expense, be it blood work or a doctor's visit or things that weren't covered by insurance, you know, I clutch my little pearls a little bit because I'm like, oh, whew, goodness, like, yeah, it's a thing. And so I feel like those are the things that probably stress me out the most about living with a chronic illness. And I'm sure that's not a comprehensive list. Um, there's probably a lot more that I can name, but for the sake of time, I'm going to, you know, wrap this up. Um, but I just wanted to share some of the things that, you know, stress me out in general. And for someone else, it could be like, oh, work is stressing them out or relationships or another drastic change. Um, so as an exercise this week, and I want you guys to join me and it'll probably be Monday's journal post slash challenge. But I want to challenge each of us that every time we feel a bit stressed to track it, track the moments we feel stressed and what led to it. And then once we pinpoint those stressors, we need to then back up for a second and come up with a plan to eliminate them one by one because we are too blessed to be stressed. You know what I'm saying? Um, and since stress isn't only a MG or a chronic illness issue, I'm sure that anyone living in general can relate to this. So um, if you're feeling stressed lately, tell me, what are your stressors? Let's talk about it. Let's have a dialogue. Again, always feel free to pop in my DMs. Um, I'm at be blog on Instagram. Feel free to uh, send me an email. That's morgan at iswaswillbe.com. And until next week, stay ill.